Hey, everybody. Welcome back to your Inside Track to Success. As always, I am your host, Stuart Cranes, and it's going to be a solo run today for y'all, but I think it's going to have a lot of value just the same. As always, please hit like, please hit subscribe, please share this with somebody. Cost of admission is absolutely free. So if you get any value from today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone else so that they can learn as well. And folks, today, I just want to jump right in. Today, wanted to talk about something that has been on my heart, been on my mind, particularly with all the nastiness, all the ickiness going on in the news, you know, the the formation of bricks and what's that going to do to our economy, implications of an upcoming depression. Some are even calling it the silent depression in that everything looks good on the surface, but maybe... Americans across the board are struggling financially, are struggling to pay their bills, meet their goals, strive to create the life that they they want to do, as is their right, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so what I want to talk about today is that more often than not, no matter how bleak things can feel, no matter how awful and icky and heavy our circumstances might have us feeling we are almost always doing a lot better than we think we are. And I know that there are a lot of platitudes out there. Like I remember when I was a kid hearing all the time, like smile because someone else didn't get to eat today. And while that's very true and don't get me wrong, I'm not poo pooing anybody who may be listening to this or isn't who did not have the opportunity to eat today. What I found is that over time, we're able to just tune things like that out because I find that little statements like that don't necessarily tap into our heart. They don't connect to the actual feelings that we are feeling. And in a lot of ways, kind of like strong arm us out of experiencing our emotions and really just denying us of our human experience of feeling down and out regardless of what the situations are. So as a life coach, I often work with people around what I think of as the game of life. I know I've spoken about this on previous episodes, previous weeks, but if you think of life as a game, your current set of circumstances are just the set of rules that you are personally blessed to play the game of life by. So if you think about the circumstances that you have, everything that you're up to in your life, all the challenges that you're facing, it's just the current set of rules. And yes, those rules do fluctuate. They do change. Sometimes they change on a dime just like that. And that can be pretty disorienting. However, just know that it is a game that you are playing and that you can win. But again, folks, today I just want to focus on the times when the game feels unwinnable. The challenges feel insurmountable. And no matter how hard you try, you just cannot seem to get ahead. And so I want to come up, give you guys a couple of tools that I have found work for me, as well as my clients, in terms of really riding the ship helping you refocus, reorient on your goals, overcome the mental barriers you might be facing in the moment and 
getting you back on track for the path ahead. So the first one I want to talk about is making sure that you are unplugging from things like the news, social media, and really anything that's filling your head with the doom and gloom of the world out there. That's not to say it isn't important to know what's going on, because it is. We all know it's important to know what is going on in the world. But one thing you always must remember is news companies, social media, they make their money on whether or not they have your attention, whether or not your eyeballs are pointed at the screen, specifically at the stuff that they're putting out. And it has been proven over and over and over again that negativity sells way, way better than positivity ever can or ever will. I was actually listening to the amazing book, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel over the weekend. And he talks about how more often than not, the prognosticators of the stock market, the people that are getting paid to be on TV to talk about what stocks are going to go up and down, they have a heavy incentive to talk about the doom and the gloom about what could happen or what's going to happen. This is going to be the biggest downturn of all time. This is going to be you know, a recession unlike anything we've ever seen. And you know, maybe they're right. Maybe there is some truth to that. Maybe that is something we should prepare for. However, if those same people were saying, hey, this is just going to keep going up and to the right, like that hockey stick growth we've been enjoying for a while, a lot of people would laugh them out of the studio because how could you be so sure that this is always going to be happy and or upbeat or that, you know, the prosperity we've enjoyed is going to just continue endlessly. So what news and social media companies do is they prey on the fact that our minds are always built to assume the worst. Our egos are built to assume the worst because again, and I've talked about this, our egos do not care about our happiness. They do not care about our goals. They do not care about our dreams. They only are concerned with keeping us alive. Nothing else matters. And so with that said, what I'm getting at is focusing too heavily on the news, focusing too heavily on what you see on social media. Just keep in mind that these are designed to prey like carnivorously, like a bird of prey, picking at your ego over and over again to trigger it into a place that's going to keep you small, going to keep you low, going to keep you playing it safe and in your comfort zone. But most insidiously or or most the devious part of it, the devious part of it, y'all, is that it keeps you from pursuing your dreams and it makes you feel overwhelmed and like you cannot possibly continue forward on the path that you have set for yourselves. So step number one, make sure you disconnect from all the things that are not serving you when you find yourself in this space. Step number two, look for things to be grateful for. Now, I know that you're going to probably roll your eyes listening to me say that, but it's the truth, guys. Piggybacking on what I just shared about 
disconnecting from the news, disconnecting from anything that isn't serving us, being grateful for what you have and being able to look for the ways in which you are crushing it is a surefire way to get you back in the game. 100%. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you didn't get the raise you were looking for. Maybe that big sales pitch didn't land the client. Maybe maybe everybody turned down your book proposal. Maybe, 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 whatever your situation is, are you letting that one thing or things overshadow the way you showed up for your kids tonight when they told you about their bully, the kid that's bullying them at school? Are you overlooking the ways in which you show up for your spouse, your partner, and the ways that you support them and their goals and their dreams? Are you overlooking the way that you show up in your church or your community? Are you overlooking the intangible things that, quite frankly, our society doesn't celebrate with the same level of gusto that they do, you know, being attractive, having money, and having a kick-ass career? You know, it's often funny. I am a mindset coach, and I, I kid you guys, more often than not, the people that come to me looking for coaching, wanting to work with me, I lay it out for them in eight separate domains, divide up their life in eight separate areas. And nine times out of 10, they want to work on money. They want to work on career. They want to work on personal fitness. And the, the crazy thing is, there actually isn't a whole heck of a lot I can coach you on if you're already a phenomenal doer. But I can get you to look at the areas of your life that you're maybe neglecting or not looking at at all. Or maybe you aren't even giving yourself credit for that maybe you do rock in those areas or that you are succeeding. More often than not, by stepping into this place of gratitude with my clients, they've seen their relationships explode. They've seen their love and romance, <laughs> their romantic lives take off. And it's a beautiful thing to see because when we acknowledge ourselves for what we're doing, we build our self-confidence. And what that does is it builds the integrity with ourselves to keep doing the thing over and over and over again, then we build credibility with ourselves and then we become unshakable in what we're up to because nobody can rock us or take us off course. But we only get there through gratitude and self-acknowledgement. So going back to some of the examples I gave earlier, maybe you did pitch your book to a bunch of publishers and they all said no, but you also could have just quit at the first rejection letter. What if you actually celebrated every rejection letter that came in and pumped you up and, you know, collected them, made it kind of a sport. Like, Hey, I got 150. I bet I can get to 200 by the end of the month. Cause I'm just a machine of pushing this book out to people. And somebody's going to say yes. Cause I believe in me and someone else is going to believe in me too. You feel how much of a different energy that is, y'all? Like, can you actually hear that? Versus, oh, no one wants my book. 
no one wants to publish my book. Something to think about. Other examples like not getting the raise, not getting the promotion, maybe even losing your job. Quick reframe is look at all the opportunities that's opened for me. I am a free agent. I am free to take my talents anywhere, just like LeBron James took his talents to South Beach in the summer of 2010, y'all. <laughs> Being grateful for what's there that you're maybe making yourself blind to because it doesn't fit the narrative of how you think you should be or look out in the world. is going to keep you low. It's going to keep you small. And it's it, quite frankly, it's your ego finding another way to keep you out of the game and away from being the greatest possible version of yourself. So it's finding ways to be grateful, finding ways to acknowledge yourself and reframing the way you're looking at things. That was a couple in one, but the gratitude, self-acknowledgement, and reframing your situation, AKA those rules of the game that you're playing by to make them rules that you can actually win the game by. Amazing way to get yourself back in the game. The next tool y'all, for those of you that are chronically finding yourself looking for external validation, external feedback, well, I got news for you. The next tool is to actually actively seek feedback for how you're showing up and how your actions are making a difference in the world for the better. And the secret to this, y'all, and I know I've spoken about it before, is that feedback is actually all around us all the time. We're just trained to look for the negative stuff more often than not. For example, I could get hung up on the fact that maybe an episode I put out with a particular guest maybe doesn't do quite as well as I hoped it would. I absolutely could get hung up on that. But again, those are vanity metrics, vanity numbers, especially if I'm overlooking the number of people who did listen and did receive value and did have an impact. And especially the people that leave comments that like that share, like I'm able to see all that on the back end of, you know, the show. And, and if I'm overlooking them, I'm robbing myself of the feedback that I'm having an impact by taking the time to do this show on a weekly basis. I'm overlooking the value that I'm creating for some people. I'm overlooking the people that are raising their hand that are, effectively saying that they like what this show is about and they want more. So who cares if this episode gets a hundred listens or a hundred thousand? I mean, I would love for it to get a hundred thousand. Don't get me wrong, but I could look at the negative feedback of it, not getting a certain number of listens, or I could look at all of the, all of the feedback headed my way that I am up to good things and therefore doing good in the world. It actually says in the Bible, never grow weary of doing good. It's one of my favorite passages to live by. 
I know maybe not everybody listening to this is Christian, but it's relevant here because we can grow weary of doing good if we don't allow ourselves to see the good that we're actually up to. And again, like feedback doesn't have to be a number. It can be something like the look on your child's face when you brought them home an ice cream or the gratitude your partner expressed when you held space for him or her as they shared what was an awful day for them. Feedback can be that maybe they're giving you more work in your place of work, but that your employer trusts you to tackle such a big and complicated project. And they came to you and not your your counterpart who's up for the same promotion. Feedback actually is limitless and endless because every single thing we do and are about is generating feedback for ourselves if only we will turn our attention to it. So that's what I have to say about feedback. The next tip for you guys, very plain and simple. I actually don't think I'm going to spend hardly any time on it at all, but it is to get back in touch with your grounding rituals. You can be someone who meditates. You can be somebody who exercises. I will tell you straight up, I am a better husband. I am a better father. I am a better person in the world when I have exercise. Because all of the head garbage, all of the trash that my ego is presenting me with how I should look at or view the world and myself gets flushed out of my system when I'm sweating it out. Meditation is wonderful. Journaling is wonderful. Breath work is wonderful also. It actually doesn't matter what you do as long as you do something for you. Because personal care, personal care is not selfish. It is just not. If you're not taking care of yourself, everybody else is getting your leftovers. So if you're in a position where you get to show up as your biggest, fullest, and brightest self in your place of work, in your family, in your church, in your community, it's actually selfish to not take care of yourself, quite frankly. Because then... The people that are relying on you, counting on you, are not getting the best version of you, point blank. So get back in touch with your grounding rituals. And then lastly, y'all, and this is something that might sound a little silly, I'm going to say it anyway, because this is a breakthrough I've been blessed to have over and over again is to remember that things like fun, enjoyment, happiness are a choice. Choosing to be kind is a choice. Choosing to come to the world, to your problems, to relationships with a, with love and an open heart is a choice. Choosing to enjoy a family gathering 
with your aunts and uncles you maybe don't like all that much is a choice. Choosing to conduct yourself with the highest level of integrity in your business each and every day is a choice. And if it isn't clear by now, y'all, what I'm getting at is being present to the choices that you have available to yourself each and every day, sometimes moment by moment, second by second, because you can turn your whole life around like that with a string of choices to be or create or to change. Just like shooting an arrow, if you, you just adjust the degree, the angle at which you're shooting the arrow, the ending point of where that arrow ends up is drastically different than if you shot it in a straight line. But it all starts with making a choice. And so with that said, y'all, I want to acknowledge you for making the choice for listening to the show this week. I know this was a shorter one, but something that's been on my heart. I actually think that this show was for me this week, full disclosure. I mean, I hope that it spoke to you as well. If it did speak to you, please be sure to share. Please like, subscribe. Please leave a comment in the comment section below. I want to know what's resonating with you so I can not only provide more and, and continually improve the content here, but also so I get some awesome guests that are able to speak into what you guys are wanting to hear about. And so with that said, y'all, I have been your host, Stuart Cranes. Again, this is your inside track to success. Appreciate you being here and we'll see you next week.